Stepping all the way to the back. <laughs> Welcome to yet another edition of the Spread Podcast. This is yours truly, Jordan, a.k.a. JL, and I am accompanied by my co-host and brother, Marcus, a.k.a. Marky Mark. Marky, how are we this weekend, buddy? What's up? The weekend just started. I feel great looking down this slate like a slab of ribs, and I'm going to eat. I'm ready to eat. The buffet's wide open. The Wind Buffet yes, in Vegas. You ever been there? No, I haven't. Delicious. The Wind Buffet makes the Luxor Buffet look like a fucking <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. All right, next time in Vegas, I'll hit the Wind Buffet. God damn. <laughs> it's it's way. I mean, it's expensive, but way better. I'll never forget it because uh, it was the playoffs, and that was I had like one seventy five on the Texans. Uh, to cover plus 10 against the Chiefs in the playoffs, and they were winning 21 nothing. so I went to the win buffet just eating like a king because I thought I hit a big bet and just... We know how we know then, that how uh, that story ended. We all, <laughs> yeah, we know how that ended. So that was a pretty uh, I was big coaching, swing for me. I was coaching uh, middle school basketball, eighth grade basketball, and that game went on, and one of the parents of the kids on my team was a huge Chiefs guy, and during our game... I look kind of over. He caught my eye. He's like jumping up and down, staring at his phone. So I knew the Chiefs had made some sort of miraculous comeback. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at some point in the barrage of mimosas, sushi rolls, (laughs) breakfast pizza slices, prime rib, um, fettuccine Alfredo. Just really went all over the place. Like I just, my head just sunk in disbelief. And, uh,. And then I just went and I remember I just went and sat in the sports book alone for like an hour. Yeah, anyway, it'll do I was full. You. I need it. Yeah, I was full. You never get too full in Vegas. Um, maybe we should have a Vegas tutorial, well, but I have a very I have a very good friend who uh, threw up at the Luxor breakfast buffet, <laughs> ate a little too much. And I he quote unquote said. I'm going to pop and then ran to the bathroom. Well, when it comes to buffets, that's different. I can pass that because there's a saying, the house always wins. The house always wins. When I step into a buffet at a casino, there's one thing I can guarantee you. The house is going to lose. (laughs) They're going to lose. I'm going to win here. Like you might get me out on the craps table. You might get me on the slots. You're not getting me here at the chef who's cutting this prime rib right off the bone. They're like, we got to we got to cut this guy off. He's going to eat us out of business. Yeah, I, I you know, I'm going to win. I had the pit bosses come down to me <laughs> on the buffet one time. Like, hey, sir, are you sure you want to have that third slice of prime rib? You sure about that? He's, he's counting ribs. <laughs> he's counting ribs. <laughs> he knows our. Oh, shit. That's he, awesome. He knows. He knows our profit margins. <laughs> We got to get this guy out of here. We got to get this guy out of here, stat. Fuck. Okay. Wow. We talked a lot of yeah, shit. So um, back, on, yeah, back on track. Back on track. It's, we're the spread. We're back. Um, we had another successful week. Six and three. Now, I know some of you might be thinking, six and three? What the fuck? You guys didn't go six and three. Well, we did. 
I put out some additional picks on the Twitter account, which ended up hitting. Uh, in the NFL, however, we were, uh, what were we, four and three? Is that right, Marcus? I went uh, two and one last week. The Packers totally screwed me. Um, I don't think anybody saw that one coming. But our lock of the week hits again, of course. Steelers, Browns, under 51. It, it was, it was uh, yeah, it was an easy one. It always hits. You know, dude, I was sweating, though, at the beginning of that. I uh, That under, it, it was a little sweaty. Sometimes I like when the lock of the week's a little sweaty. You know, it gets you sweating a little bit. Makes it more fun. It definitely started out hotter than I wanted it to, but I wasn't that worried because of the lead the Steelers had. Right. And you said that as well. Big leads are great for the unders. So if you are alive better, which some of you are, I know it. Don't lie. Don't hide. If there's a huge lead, it's great for the unders because one team's looking to ice, the other team has to play desperate. So a lot of times, desperate play turns to not so pretty play. When you're an NFL team and you're forced to play one dimensionally on offense, and then the other team can run the ball to their victory, it's not a good scenario for points at all. Right. So that was the lock of the week that hit. And then I also had Chiefs minus four and a half, which is hilarious, which covered. But what I was upset about that game is I also had Chiefs minus three in the first half, and they missed an extra point to cover that in the first half. And I was livid. I was on the phone with you when it happened. Yeah, I uh, basically I felt like I was kind of like your soul coach that day because you were a little unhappy with how your Sunday went. And I got to give it to you. you. There was a whole cycle. It was like you were down. And then you were like, there's no way I'm betting. There's no way I'm going to bet. And then uh, and then it turned into like, well, Marcus, just don't get too down on yourself. It's fine. It's not a big deal. You know, we win a lot. It's okay if you lose sometimes. And then it turned into, wait a second. I like this game. I like Cowboys and Cardinals. I hit, I hit, like, I hit like six picks in a row. I think I bet every line in that Cardinals-Cowboys game you could have bet. I bet the first half spread i bet the first half total i bet the second half spread and the second half total all four hit to bring me back because yeah like you said i was down i wasn't feeling great about it sunday after houston and we'll get into this more when we talk about your picks when houston blew that lead it screwed a parlay for me and i locked in the three o'clock bets before the noon bets were finalized you counted your chickens before all your eggs before they hatched Yes, and is that what it you, put wait. me in a spot. Do you count the eggs or the chicken? You count the, you count the chickens before they hatch, right? That's, but they're that's not the same. Oh boy! <laughs> but yeah, so I had a lot. Then I put what I thought was my winnings on the Packers, and we all know how that went. I live bet that game in the first quarter, and as soon as I hit submit, Aaron Rodgers throws a pick six immediately. Yep, and I knew right a then second and there, too early. Uh, you think because the Green Bay didn't score a point after I placed that live bet, so I lost on that, and then you know went kind of downhill from there. But Monday completely saved me by far. You, uh, the way I put it, is you zoroed that game. 
the Cowboys Cardinals game, you had like six bets on it and every one of them hit. Yeah, I had that. Well, it's easy when the Cowboys look like total dog shit. I think I think whenever you lose, you get this like you get so pissed. I can and, like somehow in. you like conjure up this energy and you like can predict the future. It's crazy. <laughs> I, like uh it was insane. Uh, so well done. Well done. But yeah, overall, I mean, two and one, it, it's it's a good I, – I was happy with my picks. I honestly, I still am not mad about picking the Packers. I'm not mad about it. I'm mad about how the Packers performed, but I still think looking back, I would have made the same pick all day every day. By how the Packers yeah. looked the first couple possessions, I was like, this is going to be a blowout. But it – well, and you made a good point earlier um, – about the left tackle being out. Yeah, Bakhtiari, I mean, he's he's kind of like Aaron Rodgers' bodyguard, you know, and he he just wasn't comfortable. That's why I'm an O-line guy, and uh, we'll talk more about that, but I'm an O-line guy. You, it doesn't matter how good you are. You can be the most talented guy in the world. If you don't have security, you don't feel, co- like, confident as a passer in the pocket, nothing's going to work for you in the NFL. Just simple as wow. that. Not going to deny that. So, yeah, and then we also had another backdoor go against us was the Baltimore Ravens blew it at the end, which was not pretty. 14 points in two minutes. Yep. And, JL, you also had another backdoor, which was the horrible, most horrible backdoor we could have had was the Houston. The Texans and – Texans yes. and Titans, great game. I mean, awesome game. It was a great game. I I mean, I honestly saw a minute left in the game. You know, Texans are up seven. You you know, you count. I, I was celebrating because at that point, there was more than two minutes left in the Baltimore game. I thought we just swept the day. Me too. Um, so I was on cloud nine, and then everything burned to the ground a theme I am used to in my life on a side note. Um, <laughs> needless to say that all changed in a very short amount of time. So yeah. Uh, overall for me, I had a decent weekend, I guess. Um, hey, the bears I, covered for you. The bears, bears got covered. It I, they looked great. I guess. I mean, you know, it's the Panthers. I've got to say, though, the Panthers' defense might have gotten better. I know they've I ragged shaped on them up, bad. They've shaped up. Or is it just the Bears' offense? Eh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, that just, that's just me being a Chicago guy and just saying, well, that, that Panthers' D is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. That Panthers' D, they yeah, play man. hard. They were they play, they, they play hard against the Chicago Bears, that Panthers' D. Mm. Yeah. No, you're right. No, it, um, <laughs> yeah, they covered. That was good. And then the lock of the week covered, so that that for me made things great. But um, I also had to kind of rebound, so I actually picked a baseball game, took a tie on the first inning in the World lock. Series on the game one. You lock. got, like, the aces of aces out there, so I figured that's a smart one. If there's no runs, you win. Uh, so that was, to me, easy money. And then um, I also put out the Cardinals team total over with – hit with flying colors and Marcus was also over that so uh all all in all six and three awesome week for the spread 66 percent week we're usually right around 70 it was a fun it was a fun one it was a fun week I'll say 
given the losses, given the wins, it was a fun, exciting weekend of football and a pretty fun, quick inning of baseball yeah. that we got on. Oh, and then oh yeah, and your pick and your oh, BYU oh. pick. That was you know, that that how was can, a great what? game. We can't we can't how we can't not uh, talk about that game. How could we forget about that? It was a billion unit pick. So yeah, I mean it was billion. It, we were we framed this whole thing terribly. I mean, we had a billion unit pick hit on Friday. So we're rolling into a weekend with a billion units in our pocket. And it didn't look good at one point. <laughs> it looked like Houston was going to take that game, but we BYU just got down and they I got would have nasty. Won, I would have won thousands if uh, that backdoor, those backdoor covers did not uh, occur. Oh, it would have been if those, if, if the Texans don't get backdoored and the Ravens don't get backdoored, we almost go, other than the Packers, we almost go, we do almost go undefeated. The Packers, yeah, my bad. My bad. All right. Yeah, that's my bad. But everything else, we know that it's all right. My bad. My Dude, bad. We're at 66%. We got a billion units. I know, but it, yeah, we did. We <laughs> did. Yeah. We're that fine. was our first billion unit pick. That was a, yeah, we we're up probably still. I think, a I think we units. might be at like 1.17999 billion now. That sounds about we were right. up 1.8. Great note to move right along. College football is is returning a new phase of itself in that of the Big Ten tonight, uh, which is super exciting to me if you're going to be betting the Big Ten because I love early season college football. Uh, there's no data yet on how these teams play. There's advantages there. And also, you just don't know what the fuck's going to happen. We got Illinois and Wisconsin tonight. Spreads 20. And because of this, we're rolling out a new segment, and we've actually hinted it before, I think, with uh, an an old co-host of ours by the name of Steve. It's called Spread Wars. And it's basically, we find a pick that me and Marcus cannot agree on, um, which we totally don't. We argued for probably 20 minutes earlier. Right, Marcus? No, I'm... I could not disagree more with what you're going to say coming up. So let's do this and let the listeners benefit since we can't decide. Marcus, you like Wisconsin minus 20, and then you also liked it minus 10 in the, in the first half. Please give me your case, even though we know nothing about these teams. So I will say this about Wisconsin. Um, they have a redshirt freshman quarterback, All-American. When's the last time you've seen Wisconsin have an all-star type quarterback. Wisconsin has been one of the best college football programs in the last decade. The fact that you're putting Illinois in the same breath as Wisconsin, in my opinion, is disrespectful. I know you said, well, Illinois went to a bowl game last year. I don't give a fuck what Illinois did last year. They went to the hootie ha dick around bowl, whatever it was. You may know. It was the red box. Oh, excuse me. The The red box bowl. Wisconsin now is going to be able to run the football like they always have. They have a star quarterback who's going to go in there and open things up for them. This game's going to be a bloodbath. Wisconsin minus 20 is all the way. And you can take 10 and a half in the first half if you want to win more. That's my case. Illinois is going to get blown out tonight. Blown out. 
awesome. Great, great analysis on this game with these teams that we have very little knowledge. And I'm going to present my argument now. And my argument is that to me, this top to bottom looks like a trap. It looks like a classic sexy pick. Wisconsin, sexy. They have been successful. And people do have successes and they last for some amount of time. And then they don't last any. I'm sorry, that was so dumb. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know, it was so stupid. People have success, and then it comes to an end, okay? And it's got to end at some point. I get that there's an All-American. I get, you know, what, what I'm sure it was high school, right? Because I've never heard of this kid, right? Yeah, he's a redshirt freshman. Okay, so he hasn't done anything yet. We know nothing. Nothing. That's my point. I think I would err on the side of don't bet with the public. You want to know who else has Illinois, done nothing? Illinois. Illinois is a Illinois, Illinois is a program that has been on the up. They're not great. They were six and six <laughs> last year. I thought they had a good team. They had some injuries. Lovey Smith looks like Black Santa, so I'm in on that. Illinois plus twenty. I can't say I agree. Wisconsin's going to wipe up the turf with them tonight. Wisconsin minus twenty. You know who to go with. You know what the right decision is here, folks. Illinois can't hang with Wisconsin. Wisconsin could contend with Ohio State to win the Big Ten. Don't forget that. Illinois is going to be down at the bottom. Down at the bottom. Wisconsin? Wisconsin. All right. But, yeah, Wisconsin minus 20. You know who to, you know who to roll with. Okay. Well, that was awesome. We just uh, concluded spread war. So uh, we had a vote online, so we'll see who – uh, comes ahead of that. I don't know if I can get this produced and edited in like a half an hour, but we'll see. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. A lot it's of work. Right. A lot of work goes into it. Well, it it can be a lot of work, and it cannot be. You know, I could just say fuck it and clip it, like a lot of these other clowns out here. <laughs> Makes it sound like they're recording in uh, their childhood bedroom. But. uh <laughs> Let's get into some picks. Uh, we got six NFL picks for you guys. Wow, we've really it took us twenty minutes to get into picks. That's a, that was a great beginning podcast. I love it. We're we're getting loose. It's Friday night, baby. It's Friday, y'all. Um, me and Marcus have mentioned this. These lines don't get more fun to look at. We uh, they're harder and harder. We had a tough time, but we do have six. We have six, and we feel good about them. We've uh, put them through our battery of tests that we pass all of our locks through, and these did pass. So, Marcus, let's let's get things rolling. I want to hear your first pick. You had a good weekend last weekend. Let's keep it going. What do you got? I'm going, okay, first pick, Browns, Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, over 50 and a half. Here's why. A couple reasons. Joe Burrow threw the ball 61 times the first time these two teams played. Scored 65. I don't know how you don't bet this to like 53, 54 and a half if the line isn't, isn't there. I think it's going to be another barn burner. Obviously, Cincinnati sees something in Cleveland's uh, de- uh, defensive backfield. They scored 30 the first time. Cleveland scored 35. They won. I do like Cleveland to win, but I think this is going to be another shootout. So that's my first pick. Browns, Bengals, over 50 and a half. Bang! Love that pick. I do remember that Thursday night game, and it, I think it was the it was the NFL opener, so it was a lot of excitement. 
Um, I bet the under. <laughs> and I got burned. So I have a chance to right my wrongs here. There you so go. thank you for the opportunity. What's your pick? My first pick of the weekend, I'm going to head towards the turd bowl here. I... Uh-oh. <laughs> I think I've been gravitating towards sexier picks, and I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to go down into the mud, into the trash, and I'm going to reach for the Dallas Cowboys are taking on the football team. That is and, the turd bowl. And before we even looked at the lines, I told Marcus, I said, if this line is anything above 44, I'm betting it. We got 45 and a half, so we're taking it. I don't know if you've seen uh, the Dallas offense or saw them uh, on Monday night. They look lost it's amazing to me a professional football team could look that bad on offense it was uh pretty shocking add that to a pretty good front seven for the football team and uh also inefficient offense for the football team i will be surprised if this game goes over 35 to be honest this could be like one of those 14 tenors or like you know really really low like really bad really low and really bad so don't watch it, but just bet it. This is my don't watch, just bet lock of the week. Um, <laughs> under 45 and a half, football team Dallas. Marcus, your pick. Yeah, I love that pick. There's going to be so many just sad Dallas Cowboy fans just watching because they feel like they have to. It's going to be, a like you said, the absolute turd bowl. Um, Cowboys, right. Cowboys fans suck, by the they way. They are the worst. They are the worst. Um, I'm going back to the well. I'm going back to the well that's in Kansas City. I'm taking the Chiefs minus eight. I think they had a little bit of a hiccup, but I think they're going to continue to roll. Um, I really, 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 really like the Chiefs this week. I don't see them losing two games. I, I, I really think... They could go that like they could only have one loss the whole year, and I'll tell you right now, it's not going to be the Denver Broncos to make it close. The Chiefs are going to throw the ball all over the place. They have so much more speed than the Broncos do. The Broncos are zero and two at home. They don't play well anywhere. The Chiefs are going to dismantle the Denver Broncos. So I got my second pick: Chiefs minus eight. Lock it in. <clears throat> And you know what's crazy? Wow. The total here is only 45. Well, here's here's the reason. It's going to be 23 degrees high and snowy on Sunday in Denver. That's fine. Who cares? I've Dude, Patrick Mahomes was pissed playing in the weather that he had to deal with. At, Still uh, covered. Buffalo. Still covered, but you could tell he just, like, he couldn't ball like he likes to ball. Like... I when hope, you can you know, when you can dump it off to guys like Travis Kelsey, quick hitters, and the weapons that they have, it makes playing in the snow pretty easy. I the I good, don't. Well, here's I'm, the here's the good news. It's so cold, twenty three. That's cold as fuck. That snow is going to be very frozen. It's not going to be slushy. That ball should be able to stay dry. Um, yeah. it's just going to be, um, tough to play in that cold of weather. Basically, I think the Denver guys are just going to not they're not going to be able to hang. 
They're not going to hang, and I think a game goes over as well. If you want a little side cheese, um, I think side Kansas cheese. City, Kansas City minus eight over forty five. If you want to take that too, but my main pick, the one that we're recording, Chiefs minus eight. Bang. Alrighty, we're going to change weather scenarios. Uh, we got the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Chicago Bears. Rams favored at six points, and I'm all over the Rams. The Chicago Bears are still on my fraud watch. They only beat uh, the Panthers by seven. So I don't think that's convincing enough for me for a team like the Rams, who I believe are really good. And uh, they're just going to kick ass. I think, you know, at home, especially in their new stadium, they're going to be in their element. The Bears are going to look slow and very inefficient on offense. And everyone's going to be pissed in Chicago on Sunday. Rams minus six. That's it. That's all I got. Marcus, what's your pick? Uh, I love that pick, by the way, because the Bears have one of the weakest schedules ever. They've played a bunch of sloppy shit teams. But going on to my last pick, and we're going to stamp this one down as a lock of the week. So stamp this down, lock of the week. Uh, 49ers plus two against the New England Patriots. It's a lot of – I love this. There's a lot of reasons why. Um I love betting against Cam Newton. It's my favorite. I love it. Yeah, so I, I've i liked the way the 49ers have played from week one. I think they're tougher than the Patriots. I think they're better up front than the Patriots. I think they have a better defense than the Patriots. I think Jimmy Garoppolo's better than Cam Newton. Call him, yeah, if you don't like that, whatever. Stop listening. Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers, will get this done. I probably will just bet the money line, to be quite honest. 40, but I'll take the two points, whatever. But 49ers plus two, lock the week against the Patriots. Um, I'm wildly confident there. I really like the 49ers. Dude, I was just going to say that, that that was a power pitch. Like, I like I I halfway typed in my bookie's phone number into my phone as you the 40, didn't realize the it. The 49ers, people are sleeping on the 49ers. They're still a really good team. They've stumbled at times. But it's not going to matter. They're getting two points against New England. Cam Newton's not going to get it done. 49ers all day long, plus two. Love it. Love it. I am going to add one more pick to the lot of our NFL slate for the weekend. And me and Marcus hinted on this earlier. And... uh a lot of people have different philosophies when it comes to betting on football. And if you've listened to me or this podcast, you probably know that I'm really big on football teams being evaluated within their offensive line um, and defensive line, but offensive line first and foremost. And there's a game this weekend that if this doesn't go the way in which my philosophy operates, then I just really, I'm going to have a crisis. I'm not going to know where I stand in the football universe. Um, so it, it's almost terrifying how much <laughs> this could shatter me. <laughs> but it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You'll be taking on the Raiders. The Raiders have gotten themselves into some trouble with the Coco. Some of the O-linemen, I guess, were 
not following protocol and caused them to be suspended for the remainder of the week and therefore they cannot play. They have three guards and a tackle who cannot play. Um, that's on an NFL roster. You're talking almost a third of your guys that are just not going to be able to get out there. So sorry. looking at last week's game, Tampa Bay's front seven wreaked havoc on the Packers and they're rolling. So I don't think the Raiders could have picked a worse week to fuck up with this COVID shit because they're going to have their hands full with a, with a, you know, a short bench and a really good front seven out of Tampa Bay. So I'm rolling with Tampa Bay minus three and a half. Like I said, if this doesn't hit, I might check into the mental ward. Marcus, any thoughts? The thing I agree with most is it's probably the worst possible week. This Raiders team could be facing Tampa Bay. That's I agree with you most on that. Because I think if this is a normal week and you look at that line, I think you take the Raiders. I think both of us take the Raiders there. If we're looking at that line with a healthy offensive line for the Raiders. But it's not what you're getting. It's why you do the homework. I mean, all of a sudden, we like where does Josh Jacobs come into the equation now? Like where there's so many things that are they're going to have to run shotgun and make really quick passes all day. Well, and it puts you um, and it puts you in the position to have the ball in Tom Brady's hands a lot, and that has proven to be a recipe for success. Not a good thing. Well, a recipe for success for the teams that he plays for. But if you're playing against Tom Brady, you don't really want him to have the ball in his hands much. I think the Raiders are going to struggle no. to move the ball downfield. It's going to be a lot of running the ball, a lot of short routes. Tampa Bay's secondary is going to keep everything underneath, force punts. Tom Brady's going to orchestrate a couple long drives, get a couple touchdowns, and I, I love that pick as well. You know, it was funny, going, coming into this slate, I wasn't – I was like, man, this is getting tough. These lines are getting tough. After sit, Every time we sit down and talk, I say this almost every week, but every time we sit down and talk about these lines, I just I, – I end this conversation feeling great, ready to win. It's Friday night. Get to watch the Wisconsin Badgers cover 20 points, not Illinois. And I'm ready to roll, man. Illinois is going to shock the world, baby. <laughs> if Illinois if Illinois upsets Wisconsin tonight, I will I don't know, you can you can pick your poison. I'll I'll do whatever. It's not going to happen. Ah! Well, is that all, Marcus? I think that's it, my brother. We're right at uh a lot of content shoved into a, a small window, yeah. but that's what we do, baby. Yeah, I'm I'm good at putting a lot of stuff into a little area. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, we'll end it on that note. Follow us on Twitter. Vote for the game tonight. If you guys hear this, I thought you were going to say vote, like vote. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to tell you when to vote. <laughs> you can you take care of that. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking care if you vote or not. Let me put that out there. Yeah, just follow our picks. What I do care about is you vote and subscribe on our podcast. Give that's, us five stars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Vote yeah that's all pick. I got, brother. Always right. a pleasure. Always. Love you. Happy Friday. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.